0: Hello and welcome to Darling So It Goes. I'm your host, Pascal. I hope you've had a great week since we were together last week. My week has been amazing. Um, This past weekend, I actually took a little road trip with my kids to go visit my family and I hadn't seen most of them or at least half of them, since this awful pandemic started last year. So that was really great catching up and seeing everyone's face again and being in everyone's energy again. It's one thing to FaceTime or Skype or Zoom or talk on the telephone. It's a whole different thing to actually sit in someone's energy and have a conversation, look each other in the eye. And we just had so many laughs. We got to eat Maryland crabs, which was amazing because those are my favorite. I actually brought a half a bushel home and I think they lasted for about a day and a half and then they were gone. So while we were down there, we also celebrated... My gramaire, who turned 99 this year, if you can believe that, pretty amazing, she's lived through a war in France. She married an American GI and moved to the States. She endured a small bout of homelessness. Honestly, I can't even imagine that. She had a couple of children at the time, so... I just remember hearing a story about them sleeping on a park bench. And you guys, I can't even imagine that life, what that was like. But in all, she had six children, 16 grandchildren, and I don't know how many great-grandchildren. I'd honestly have to sit and count them up. The number is probably astounding. Um, Her husband was crushed in a coal mine when they were younger and they sent him home in a full body cast to die, he didn't die. She nursed him back to health and they went on to live. Um, And he lived until just before their 50th wedding anniversary. So her wish when she blew out her birthday candle this year was that her grandchildren will find the happiness in their lives that she had in her life and what a life she lived. She's blessed to say the least, honestly. So that was an amazing trip. Today, I went over to a friend's new apartment for coffee and pastry and fruit. It was so relaxing and honestly, my heart was just so happy for her excitement. So yeah, I'd say my week's been pretty great. This is the magic in life, you guys. Noticing the good, acknowledging the blessings, and being in the moment for all of it. Because whether we want to believe it or not, darling, so it goes. Time marches on. Life ebbs and flows. And if we don't stay in the moment and experience it all, we might just miss it. You might look back and say, where did the time go? I don't even remember those years because you weren't in the moment of all of it. So just try to stay in the moment. If you catch yourself with your mind wandering when you're in the middle of a conversation with someone or you're at a party or sitting on the beach with someone talking and you notice your mind is on work or on something stressful, try to take a couple of deep breaths, bring it back to the now moment and just be in that moment. That's the magic. That's where your memories are. So just give it a go. So I'm just going to leave that there. Let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor and I'll be right back. Tonight, I wanted to take some time to talk about something more in the metaphysical realm, which is the pendulum. I think that very often when people hear the word pendulum, the first thing they think about is scary. And that's what I used to think as well just like with anything else in the spiritual and metaphysical world, it's all about your intention, right? It's all about the intention that you put on something that gives it its power, right? So if you're going to put a positive intention on something, then you're going to feel positivity from it. But if you look at a rock and put a negative intention on it, then it's going to feel negative to you. So just like anything else, um, pendulums are all about the intention that you give them. Because when you break it down, the pendulum is nothing more than a crystal and a chain, right? Obviously, you can use anything as a pendulum. Um, back in the day, people used to put a sewing needle on a piece of string And hold it over a pregnant woman's belly to try to determine if she was having a boy or a girl. I mean, so there's nothing evil. And I don't even like the word evil because I don't even want that energy around me or near me. But there was nothing negative about that, right? It was just a fun little game that people used to do. But... Like I said, a pendulum can be anything. It can be a string with a needle hanging from the end of it. It can be any kind of small object tied to the end of a string or a piece of yarn. Literally anything, you guys. It could be a necklace chain with a house key on it. That makes a pendulum. So there's nothing scary about that, right? So my pendulum that I use is actually a howlite crystal and it's on a silver chain which I bought from a local rock shop. I have since gotten a few more pendants that I'm gonna make into pendulums and I got a new pendulum itself from Lorena so I'll sit and try to connect with those at some point but My main pendulum, the one I use the most, is a howlite crystal on a silver chain. And by itself, it's just a rock attached to a chain. It's the intention that I put onto it and into it that gives it its purpose. So let me explain to you what I do. First, if you've ever chosen a crystal or a stone from a rock shop, you know that it actually chooses you. You don't choose it. Use your intuition and find a pendulum that feels right for you. I actually had two other pendulums that disappeared. I mean, I honestly had them and then I didn't. I have no idea what happened to them. I thought that they were in a drawer where I put them back all the time, but they're gone, never to be seen again. Cleaning drawers out, cleaning my closet out, cleaning... I've never found them again, you guys. I have no idea where they ended up. So whatever. Those were not meant for me. And then I had a clear quartz crystal on a chain that I got taking a mediumship class once. And it just completely broke in half one day. So, I mean, I used it for a couple months, maybe if that even, and then it just broke in half one day. So, I don't know if it was holding on to too much energy or if it was screaming that it doesn't want to work with me. I have no idea, but that's what happened. But anyway, I digress. So, This Howlite pendulum that I have now has been with me for quite a while and it's still hanging in there with me. So my pendulum, by the way, is a he. Don't judge me. I'm certain that your car probably is a he or a she in your mind. So in my mind, my pendulum is a he, but he's hanging on and we're working pretty well together. So that's the first thing is to... Go to a rock shop or go to a trusted website that, you know, you find one that really feels like it resonates with you and order it. And then when you get at home, sit with it for a little bit and feel if it resonates for you or not. But let's assume that now you've gone to your local rock shop, you've chosen a pendulum that feels right for you. The first thing you need to do is you need to bring it home and clear it of any energy it's picked up along the way. So think about a stone or a crystal. It comes from the earth, but how many people have handled it before it came to you? The energy of every single person and every single place it's ever been is stored inside that crystal. You can use sage smoke and run the crystal and the chain or the rope through the smoke several times until you feel a knowing that it's completely clear. And by a knowing, you just, you get a sense of, okay, I think that's enough. And that's what I mean. Like you'll just kind of feel in your gut that it's enough. It's cleared. Depending on the crystal, you might be able to clear it in a saltwater soak. But I caution you that not all crystals can be submerged in water. So really be sure that your crystal pendulum can be submerged in water before you submerge it. Um, so one rule of thumb that I've learned along the way is that all the crystals that end in ite, I-T-E, cannot go into water. So fluorite, selenite, howlite, all the ites. And that's why I clear most of my crystals with sage smoke because all the crystals can be cleared with sage smoke. And honestly, you guys, I don't have a lot of time or a lot of energy to be honest to do all these different methods I just want to pick one that works and stick with that so I use sage smoke so okay once my pendulum has been cleaned and cleared the next thing I like to do is to charge it in the full moon light overnight so I take any of my crystals that I've used In the past moon cycle, I clean and I clear them with sage smoke. And then I set them outside overnight anytime there's a full moon. So if it's like a full pink moon or super moon, like something like that is even better. Because that's an even bigger energy. But any full moon will do. And I'll tell you that if it's a super moon, you can even... The next night, sometimes even the following night, that big strong energy is still hanging on. So if you forget on the first full moon night of a super moon, go ahead and stick him outside on the second night because that full moon energy is still there. So the full moon recharges the crystals energy, like I said, and then it's ready to go to work for me. So once it's cleaned and charged, my pendulum's ready to go. Here's how it works. The first thing I do is say a little prayer of protection. Anytime you're doing energy work or honestly just walking around on earth with other energetic beings, it's important to protect your own energy. We talked about this in the past. Think about entering a room where other people are already inside. You can immediately feel when you enter that room whether the energy is high and positive or if it's low. You can feel that maybe it's a joyous energy in the room or you can feel that maybe it's kind of a stressful energy in the room. It feels like everyone's walking on eggshells. That's what you want to avoid. You want to avoid that eggshell feeling. So the reason it's important to protect your own energy is so you don't take on the energy that other people are giving off, right? So if I come home and the kids have been arguing and they're all in a mood then it's going to be easy for me if I haven't protected my own energy to take on their bad moods. Protect your own energy so you don't take on someone else's. And one way to do that is a little prayer of protection, like I said. So one thing I do, and I don't remember where I learned it, but I will say in my mind, usually, sometimes out loud, but usually in my mind, I ask God to surround me in the white light and love of his protection. So while I'm saying that, I'm envisioning a white light all around myself as big or as close into my body as I want it to be. If I want to show up as a big energy, I can make it bigger. If I want to show up as a quiet, calm, relaxed energy, maybe I keep it smaller. So it just depends on your situation, but surround me in the white light of your love and protection. So that's what I do. Whatever you want to do is great. Once you have said a prayer of protection then I ask my guides and angels to communicate with me to only give me information that's for my highest and best. So what that means is please only relay information to me that can only be for my own good. Don't give me an instruction to drive my car into a wall right? That's not for my highest and best. Relay information to me that's for my own good, for my highest and my best. Prayer protection, ask my guides and angels to only communicate information to me that's for my highest and best. And then once you feel protected and you've given your instruction to only receive information for your highest and best, you're finally ready to begin. And it feels like this is a long process to prepare. It's really not. I honestly just get off on little tangents or over-explain things. So the more you do it, the quicker you're ready to go. So what I like to do is take a few deep breaths just to relax myself, to center myself, and that way I'm ready to ask questions and listen to the answers so the way you work with your pendulum once you've done that is you hold the pendulum by the end of the chain or the string in whichever hand is your dominant hand while you let the crystal end hang straight down so if the crystal is already swinging, you bring it to stillness with your opposite hand. You just grab onto it and make it still. And so for me, I hold the end of the silver chain in my right hand with my fingers of my right hand, because I'm right-handed. Then I let the halite point hang straight down from the chain. And if it's moving, I use my left hand to make it still. I hold both my left and my right elbows to my sides for stability and for stillness. And then I lay my left hand out in front of me, palm up about four to six inches underneath the point of the crystal. So let me stop there for a moment. The reason you put your elbows into your sides, like just hold them next to touching the sides of your body, is because you don't want to have physical influence over the way this pendulum is moving. If you're trying to hold your elbow up and your arm is moving the slightest bit just from your breathing or from a muscle twitch or whatever, the pendulum is going to be moving whether it's giving you the answer you want it to give you or not. So the more stable you can make your arms, the more reliable your pendulum is going to be. So with the crystal hanging still over your non-dominant hand, it's time to communicate with your guides and angels through the pendulum. So you ask the pendulum to show you yes. And then you just stare at your pendulum. You don't move. You don't do anything. You breathe like normal. Stare at the pendulum. And ask in your head, show me your yes. You can speak it out loud if you prefer. Then you just stare at it for about 30 seconds or so. And the pendulum will be swinging in one particular direction continuously and repeatedly. In the first 10 seconds... Maybe it's going a little side to side, maybe a little in a circle, but within 20 to 30 seconds, it's going to continually be swinging in basically one direction. And so that means yes to you from that point forward. Once you feel satisfied that you understand what a yes looks like, stop the movement of the pendulum And then once again, let the pendulum hang straight down over your hand. Now, look at the pendulum and say, show me no. And then once again, within 20 to 30 seconds, it's going to start to swing, but in a totally different direction than yes. You just wait and you see what happens. When I do that with my pendulum... My yes is forward and backward. It swings. My no is side to side swinging. And then we're going to ask it one more thing. Once you're confident that you've established your yes and your no, ask it to see, I don't know, because sometimes it's not in our highest And our best interest to know a certain piece of information. So your pendulum is not going to show you a yes or a no. So just as a yes will swing in one particular way. And a no will swing in another particular way. And I don't know will swing in a third way. So like I said, my yes is forward and backward. My no is side to side. And my I don't know goes into a circle. It swings in a circle. So remember what your yes, no, and I don't know look like. Because now you're going to be ready to start asking questions. And remember also that your yes, no, and I don't know aren't necessarily going to look like mine. Every time I use my pendulum... I say the same things that I'm telling you to do. I say, show me yes, and I watch it swing forward and back. Then I stop it, and then I say, show me no, and I watch it swing side to side, then I stop it. Then I say, show me I don't know, and it swings in a circle. So just remember what yours are because that's going to be important for your questioning. Don't worry what someone else's looks like. It's going to be different from yours. So start out with some no-brainer kind of questions like, I like to start out and say something like, is my name Pascal? And then I wait for it to answer me. So it will inevitably swing to show me my yes. If for some reason it doesn't swing for a yes, you might need to begin again with, Show me my yes. Maybe you misremembered what your yes and your no and your I don't know are, but I would say start all over. So if what you think is your yes doesn't show up, if you say, Is my name Pascal? If my no showed up, then I would stop, close my eyes. Take a few deep breaths, maybe do my prayers of protection again, maybe invite my guides and my angels in again to show me what's for my highest and best, and then start all over again. Show me my yes, show me my no, show me my I don't know. So if the answer is correct, then you're on the right path. So give it another test question or two until you feel satisfied that it's accurate. Chances are that once you've used it a few times, your yes, no, and I don't know aren't going to change. I just feel comfortable doing it every single time. So use your pendulum to help you make decisions or maybe to ask questions you might be struggling with. You can't ask it things like, what's the meaning of life? Because it's not going to be able to do that. But you can ask it yes and no questions and use it as a helpful tool. So remember that it's just that. It's one tool in your toolbox. I wouldn't use it to make a life and death decision. Like, should I jump out of an airplane without a parachute? But start out by using it to make simple decisions like what to do for the day. Should I go to the beach and wait for your yes or your no? Should I go to the movies tonight and wait for your yes or your no? You get the idea. But have some fun with it and start to look at it as more of a trusted friend. And like I said, the more you interact with your pendulum, the more... You will get to know one another. I call mine a he, so I feel like I know him. You might call yours a she. You might call yours a they. It doesn't matter, but the more you get to know your pendulum, the more the two of you are going to get along. So if you need help finding a pendulum from a trusted site or shop, I'm happy to give you a referral. As always, I'm excited to hear your feedback, so give it a try and let me know how it works out for you. I cannot wait to hear your stories. I want to hear, I never got the same answer for yes, or every single time I ask it now, it shows me the same yes. I want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly, like I always So I drew a card before we started and the card is from the Archangel Oracle card deck and the card that jumped out at me is you know what to do and it's Archangel Uriel and it says trust your inner knowledge and act upon it without delay. You are far wiser than you realize, and your inner wisdom has already given you the answers you seek. Embrace this knowledge and trust it. If you're doubtful, ask me to give you clear signs to validate your thoughts and ideas. I can also help you put your ideas into action and make decisions about the next steps to take. Just ask me, and then be willing to work with me by taking action. Uriel helps to illuminate cloudy situations by lighting your pathway. He usually only lights up one step at a time, however, so you may not be able to clearly discern the ultimate outcome of your actions, but you will know what step to take next all along the way with Uriel's help. So yeah, again, I would say that definitely is a card to take with you for the week that resonates with this week's episode on using a pendulum. So this is a great reminder to talk to your angels, talk to your guides, talk to Archangel Uriel. It's, if you're wondering about the spelling, U-R-I-E-L, Uriel, and if you're doubtful about something... Ask Archangel Uriel to give you a sign through your pendulum. So ask him a question and then watch your pendulum and see what the answer is. Because you might just find that if you're questioning your next step, is this my next step? And you're asking this particular archangel, He's going to show you, yes, it is, or no, it's not for you through your pendulum. It's just a really clear way to get an answer. So a lot of people like to say, you know, if I'm supposed to do this, show me a purple flower. Well, if your yard is full of purple flowers, then you're not going to have a clear sign, right? So this is just one tool in your toolbox, like I said, to use to really find that more definite direction or more clarity, an answer to something you've been wondering. So this card just really says, take it to the next level, really tune in to this particular archangel, ask your questions, find your direction. And like we say every week, darling, so it goes. And just keep moving forward. And don't forget to go within. That's where you're going to find all your answers. Good night. Thank you for enjoying Darling, so it goes. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving me a great review on your listening platform. Every five-star review lets more and more people find Darling So It Goes. If you have any questions, comments, or an idea for an episode, please feel free to email me at 222 Goes at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow Darling So It Goes on Instagram and Facebook, to keep up with episode information and be the first to know about news and new projects. Please consider sharing these pages with your friends and family so they too can be in the know. Thanks again for listening.